What's up, everybody? Yeah. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Alphabet's podcast for another episode. We got Boone Color on tonight. Real quick, if you guys want to go to mypillow.com slash alphabets, you can save up to 80% off with the promo code alphabets. Go ahead and check it out. It's There's a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, mypillow.com slash alphabets. Chris, what's up? How are you, man? Chilling, man. How are you? I'm excited. I'm Plus excited. Highly favored, baby. <clears throat> yeah. And without further ado, gentlemen. How What's we up, doing guys? today? How we doing? Uh, you know, we've been better, but we've been worse, so I don't complain too much. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know uh, my saying, it wouldn't do any good anyway if I did complain, so I just don't do it. You yeah. know what? You can bitch as much as you want, just as long as you're moving <laughs> forward. That's what I always say. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fair enough. My, fair my, enough. I, I, I talk to young people sometimes, and I talk about, you know, different things in the military, and they go, wow, wow you know, you must have been so motivated. And I was like, no, I complained the entire time, but I put one <laughs> foot in front of the other. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, we uh, highly appreciate taking the time out of your day to, uh, you know, come chat with us. It's always it's a pleasure my, to have you on. It's my pleasure, gentlemen. Absolutely. And, hey, great job on uh, Into the Light. It was Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Loved it. Yeah. Didn't you like it? You I think? love yes. it. Mean, give, yes. give us some feedback. Tell your audience. Tell me. What did you think about it? I, uh, I, <laughs> just, give, me, I just, give me three takeaways. Three takeaways people are going to get from it that they don't expect. That they don't expect. Ooh. Well, I mean, that's it's 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 a tough thing because psychological warfare is never really talked about. It's it's never, I mean, the first time I actually came across it was from you and General Flint. Like, mm. I mean, we've kind of known about it, but we didn't know the depth of it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's involved in everything that is that is out there to show um not only, you know. To, to embed in your brain, to brainwash you. Every single program has something in it. Me and Chris have talked about it, how we can sit here and we watch a movie and we're like, ah, there's that. Ah, there's that. Like, it's just, it, now it's, you're you're renewing your mind and opening your eyes to the, it, it was just, it, it was a very good job at showing the people that our whole system has been infiltrated. Completely. Mm -hmm. Completely. Mm -hmm. And I mean, your average person does not see this and they don't care. I mean, I mean, until you hit that spot where you have woken up to the narratives, um, then it, it really starts to just continue to hit you. But uh, Chris, how about yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you, you guys hit on some really good things. Like I, I, Edward Bernays, like a lot of people don't know about that guy. And I was like, yes, this is great because they need to understand that this goes so far back. Um, you know, I make fun of marketing majors, boom, because their sole job is to mess with this and make us want to purchase things and this, that, and the other. And you guys did a, uh, I don't, I, I don't think people are going to, weren't expecting to see like how bad the infiltration is. Like, again, like I said, we all joke about Facebook and these apps and how you can be talking about a product. And next thing you know, you open your phone and there's an ad for the very thing you were talking about. And uh, I think it's going to open a lot of people. I really do. The way you guys laid it out, it's it's um, if you have somebody that's in that stage of their awakening, awakening process where they're starting to question, this movie is like a must watch for that kind of person because it's really going to take that the feels as i call them that something just isn't right and it's really going to open their eyes and um the end of it fired me up man i was like yes i want to light brush fires of freedom in the minds of men 
Like that yes. is the goal. That is the goal. And the you guys really hammer home that God is without God, mm-hmm. we're not going to make it through any of this. We're mm-hmm. not going to make it through him without him. Like we have to turn back to God and we have to walk with him and trust that he's going to show us the truth and not what the version of the truth that they're trying to sell us. Yeah, so I loved deep. it. It's very powerful for, yeah. for us to just do it on our own. And that's, that's, but I mean, it's a, it's a big thing to have people understand the signs and understand the warfare of what they may be seeing. And, and always to just, you know, remind yourself of when you watch something to, instead of just taking it for truth, but, you know, take it apart, uh, see what, see what the agenda is behind, see what the narrative is behind it. If there is one and whatever falls away from that, there is your story, right? Um, so it was, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I didn't expect I mean, to see you, so much of you. Yeah. You, you, Laura, like I love Laura, love her to death. And just watching her have that realization, like, dang, yep. but I was kind of a part of it. Like I'm just doing what, and it's a uh, Gary Webb. I love that y'all weaved him in there. Like, it's amazing. That man won Pulitzer prizes and everything for telling the truth. And they stripped him of them. Yet you have all of these writers that wrote the Russia hoax and all this other stuff that still got their Pulitzers. Nobody is nobody has put two two bullet holes in the back of any of their heads, calling it a suicide. Like I love it. Just I really hope that it uh, just continues to explode. You guys did a fabulous job. Well, it is going to explode, and I, I don't know if people are paying attention to to the footprints in the sand. But you know, you you look at these things that are happening around us, and and how big they are, and how huge they are. But if you watch the mainstream media, they make it seem like they, these things don't even exist. I mean, let's just call out a few real quick. The Jason Aldean song, "Try That in a Small Town," okay, mm-hmm. try to get rid of it. Huge, made it bigger. Okay, look at any any uh, Tom McDonald song, blows up. Okay, totally huge. People want to pretend like it doesn't exist. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom right now is like the eighth largest grossing movie of the year. And mm-hmm. uh, it's only getting bigger. It beats uh, Indiana Jones. It's The next one it's going to be- beat is John Wick. Um, yep. So it's getting bigger. You've got, you've got Mike Smith's film, Into the Light, blowing up everywhere, getting huge. You know, these books that General Flynn and I are writing, the same thing. They're all exposing what's really happening. And uh, they're getting bigger, 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 bigger. People are getting smart. They're learning how to learn the language so they can have conversations and have a voice. And this is the most important thing about all this stuff is that people are tired of being silenced. They know what's truth. They really do. They feel it in their hearts. They know what the truth is, but they haven't been able to get confirmation of any type. Well, now the confirmation is just popping off, popping off, popping off, because brave people are coming forward saying, I'm not afraid. Um, I will be the brush fire, just like you said. I will start this brush fire. And it's really that that uniting of tribes of people who are not afraid is making the biggest difference. So everywhere people are looking right now, and if you if you don't call this a movement at this point, I think you're missing the boat. It right. really is. It is the truth movement. And this is this – is, uh, all these people that I, I named off and you guys as well, continue to do this, continue to move away from the narrative, the matrix, whatever you want to call it, and are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to use my critical thinking skills and figure this out for myself because I'm not trusting this nonsense anymore. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. It's chaotic, <laughs> it's chaotic out there, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Chris, before we get started, boom. let's yeah, do Yeah, uh, boom. We like to say a little prayer, and then let's uh, – I really want to get rolling. Uh, we yep. got uh, – I got a lot of questions for you, sir. So um, <clears throat> without further ado, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to uh, to come together, Father, to speak about you, to speak truth to power, and to just continuing opening hearts and minds and, and eyes to the truth of things that are going on in the world. Father, we just uh, we thank you and we praise you for, for just giving us another day, for breathing life into our lungs uh, and for walking with us and guiding us every single day. We know that you are with us. We know that we are protected by you, Father. There's nothing, there's nothing the enemy can do, no sling, no arrow that will harm us uh, as long as we are walking with you and speaking truth. Uh, Father, we just we thank you and we love you so much for that wisdom and discernment that you give us, Father. We thank you for bringing Brother Boone back to us today. And we just know that you are guiding him, Father, that you're walking with him as well and that you are protecting him and that there is nothing, no, no, no attack from the enemy that can hurt him. Uh, we thank you for the protection over the true president of the United States, Donald J. Trump of this great republic. Uh, we know, Father, that you are guiding him as well and that you are protecting him and, the, and nothing the enemy can do and everything that they have done is going to boomerang on them tremendously. We know that this this is our victory. We know that there, um, there are greater days ahead for us and uh, as we all just walk on this path uh, towards the truth. We thank you for the many good women, men and women in our government and our military that are working behind the scenes. We know there are many that are that are standing up and doing what is right. We know if you've sent many and given many the courage to stand up and blow the whistle and call out the wrong things that they see going on. And we know, Father, that you are protecting them. And we thank you, as always, Father, for the true prophets. Uh, there are many and that uh, you are guiding them and speaking to them so that we get the news before the news. And we thank you so much for this community. We just ask that you help us continue to uh, to grow it and grow this message far and wide all over the world. For we thank you and praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. All right. So, so boom. Um, let's say we've been infiltrated. Okay, you know, just like I talked about into the light, you know, the Russians have been talking about it for years, how they they um, by the time you realize what they've done to you, it's too late. And uh, I feel like we were all at this country, not just this country, the world was slowly being walked towards this prison that none of us could see. We couldn't see the bars they were trying to place us in. And um, so if we know we have this. Uh, infiltration there are bad actors that are, are are using psyops and all this stuff to steer us in a certain direction and it literally is a war for our mind you know there are bad psyops are there so if i'm if i'm evil and i'm doing evil sinister psyops in order to lead society to a path to a destruction to moral decay to the the breakdown of civilization are there psyops that can be used for good so if you have an insurgency can you also use that same tactic in order to bring the truth out and create a counterinsurgency of the truth that combats the narrative that they're trying to sell us? Absolutely. Just like any other weapon, you can use it for good or you can use it for bad. It's, it's who is doing the job and what they're trying to accomplish with it. You know, you can use a, you can use a firearm to hold people hostage and, and do bad things, or you can use a, fire, a firearm to get rid of the hostage taker. 
See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I think what you're seeing right now is you're seeing a, you know, these psychological operations that have kept people captive for a number of years. And now people are coming forward who know what they're doing and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to use the same type of tactics, not to use against the people, but to expose the tactics so we can take care of our, so we can take out our captors. Gotcha. And, so. and that's where, like, I feel like part of this truth movement, again, like, I feel like we are part of a counterinsurgency. Like, all right, I will take your lies and I will raise you the truth. And, you know, because that's what God would do too. Isn't that what God does? He takes what the enemy meant for evil and he flips it on them. It happened time and time again in the Bible. He takes what the enemy had planned for us and he turns it around. Romans 8. So, I mean, yeah. So I feel like, you know, we're in this stage. Like, I, I don't know who's who's the main source of like what's kicked this catalyst of truth, you know, because I didn't believe seven years ago, I didn't care about politics. I didn't believe in God. And it's like, I don't know what happened, but I was exposed to some truth and it was like, it opened up something up here. And I, next thing I know, I'm seeking out my creator and I'm seeking the truth and I'm doing my own research. And I mean, I watch CNN every day, man. <laughs> I watched CNN. I watched it every day. I got to work. I'm reading CNN articles. And it's like this, you know, so I don't know if, it, if there's something that started this, but I feel like it, um, I'm sorry, it didn't start until Trump got on the scene. And it was like, here you had a guy that comes in blaring this bullhorn, mm -hmm. calling out all of this stuff. And I think it, it, it made me kind of snap to attention and realize, like, wait a second, something bigger is at play here. Something's going on. So I feel like I don't know who started it, Boone, but I feel like this is a movement, like you said, and we are the counterinsurgency to this false narrative. And, you know, and it goes so deep. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just here in America. Like, these people have their claws in everything. <laughs> I mean, they do. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not just in America. It's everywhere. Um, when I talk to people in Canada, they're saying the same thing. When I talk to people in the UK, they're saying the same thing. When I talk to people in the Spanish speaking countries, the, the, the French are saying the same thing. Australia is saying the same thing. Germany is saying the same thing. Literally everybody is saying the same thing. And th that's why we put this on the back of session one. It's humanity's fight against globalism because there is a global takeover. Here's session one right here. And for those that know, don't know, session two is out. What is session two? It's about yeah. artificial intelligence. Because artificial intelligence is a center of gravity for our adversary, and they're using it against us all the time. And we're the first people to bring to light, like you talked about psychological operations, but now we're talking about AI-driven AI psychological programming that is literally happening every time you're on one of these devices. These, these devices are used to, to curate information or to collect information so it can be curated and train some sort of artificial intelligence system to get into your mind. That's what's mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. And so AI-driven psychological program that, that is foreign-born is absolutely real. It's being used by our adversaries. It's being used to target the citizenry of the planet so they can be taken over into a new world order. It's not about robots, guys. It's about these AI systems that you don't even realize. Like you were talking earlier about you say something and then all of a sudden you get an advertisement from Amazon for the same thing you were just talking about. Right. Okay. That's natural language processing. We talk about that in here and, and other ways it is used. Other ways it was used in our country and around the world for certain things that were uh, extremely notable, like pandemics, you know, like elections, like uh, 
certain things that are being used right now to break down the culture and have these cultural revolutions around the world, the breaking down of borders and all this stuff, this stuff is happening through AI, AI systems that are being launched from one country into another. And we're just eating it up all day long, not even realizing it's happening, but it is real. If, the, if, you can, if you can talk about dish soap with your wife and get an ad for dish soap, what else do you think the government is doing? Right. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And this is the tip of the iceberg. Like it's, 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 it is the tip of the iceberg. Once you get into, into chapter three of session two, once you get into chapter three and we start showing all the ways that different countries are using these AI systems and the psychological programming, you're going to have a new, you're going to see the world differently, very, very differently. And that's why we couldn't just throw it out there and say, hey, here's the problem. Because quite honestly, I think if we just threw the problem out there, it would melt people's brains. And we don't do that. General Flynn and I are never going to do that. We're never going to tell you, hey, here's the problem. Now go freak out about it. No, we're going right. to say, okay, here's the problem. And here's a comprehensive plan to correct this problem. And we've done that. We did that in session one. We talk about fifth generation warfare and we're doing it in session two. Session one is kind of an overview. It's the worldview of what's happening, what this, what the battle space looks like from the from the cognitive perspective. And in session two, we start breaking down the centers of gravity that are being used in this fifth generation warfare fight. And the main one, the biggest one right now, as far as being targeted 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, at the people really comes from artificial intelligence. Mm. That's, that's, that's wild. So basically like, you know, like a ghost in the machine basically is what it's, <laughs> and it, it's insane. Like we've been so conditioned and like, again, into light, they talk about, and people realize this and they just, we just scoff it off. Oh, like it's, it's no big deal. And it's Brother, because we've been body, they have body blowed us into submission, man. People are addicted, brother. Let me tell you something that's going to scare you even more. You've got people out there. We have people out there. We're, we're these people. These are our families. These are our friends. These are our neighbors that are completely addicted to these AI-driven psychological programming programs. And how do you know that? Because they can't put their phone down. We've been telling people, put your phone down during waking hours for two to four hours a day. For two to four hours. Put it away and don't touch it. And if, if after about 10 minutes, you start thinking of all the reasons you absolutely have to have it, well, that's, that's called an addiction, okay? You're, you're making deals, you're deal making. And so what have people been doing for a number of years now? They don't wanna be bothered while they're on their little system, their little device. So they're not gonna be bothered by their kids. So how do they deal with it? They give their kids a device. Mm. That's like a heroin addict giving their kid heroin so they can do more heroin. Oh, that's wild to think about. Never really thought yeah. about that. Yeah. I never thought mm. about it like that either, man. Now who's mm. raising now who's raising the child? Because parental rights have been diminished in, in right. this country. The the schools are raising the kids. The systems are raised, the devices are raising the kids. The parents actually have the least amount of control over the whole situation because they're helping the situation as it is. So the kids are seeing things come through the education system that are being reinforced on the device in front of them. Meanwhile, the parent may, may feel completely different and want to raise their child differently, but, the, but they don't do it because they're too busy being addicted themselves. <sighs> that's God. good. That's really good. And uh, that's a really, that's a great way to lay that. Wow. I didn't. Yeah. Think, so, and you see it so much. Right. Little kids with phones and you're like, 
you, it looks they're playing a game. It looks harmless, but no, and you're right. And it's like giving right. Holy look cow. what it took. Look what it took in the education system now. Like now you've seen all this stuff coming out with what they're teaching in schools and the parents had no idea about it. And now that again, truth is coming out. Now you're starting to see the people actually do something about or try at least. And again, that's, that's the thing we got to keep on pushing, but that's, that's, that's wild just to think about that, that the device is raising the kid because of everything they go through. The device is a crack pipe. The information coming through the device is crack. Right. Holy cow. That's it. So it's not bad enough that by design, by design, like they did, they took technology and they've gone a step further. Because before it was, let's keep mom and dad so busy struggling to stay above water that they're working one, two jobs. They're so busy. They don't have time to do their own research, so they're going to resort to the media. It's a perfect mm -hmm. brainwashing tool. A resort. They don't have time to do anything else. They can't read anything on their own. So then they went and took it a step further. And with social media and these phones, it's just you took, you took like you took weed and turned it into crack, man. It's like that it, they upped the level that quick. Right. Rem and remember, I want everybody out there to remember this because it's a rule, and it's a rule that's never going to change. Everything is weaponized until something better can be weaponized. Everything is weaponized until something better can be weaponized. That's just yeah. the way it's going to be. And right now, what is best weaponized? It's the systems you have in front of you. It's the systems like we talk about in here in, in, in how to fight artificial intelligence. How many of you have a device that you can turn off your, your lights in your house when you're not home? How many of you have a device that tells you what your what your heart rate is when you're walking down the street and it tells you where you're at on the street? This is called the Internet of Bodies. This is called the Internet of Things. This is all information that these things curate, put them into a system so an AI system can be trained to know exactly what a human will do under a certain set of conditions. And then they turn it into that AI system to make you do what it wants you to do. Mm. How do you think everybody got locked down, got vaxxed, fell prey to the COVID scare because each individual person had something out there that said, this is what will make them susceptible. This is what will make them vulnerable. Put this messaging out and they will respond. They will react and we'll get rid of all the messaging that counters what we're trying to say and do. This is the game, people, and it's happening worldwide as evidenced by COVID. That was worldwide operation. Oh, that was a huge psyop, man. Absolutely. And, and I mean, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking of kind of what you said, Chris, too. I mean, even the the Rothschilds quote with uh, let me issue and control the nation's money supply and I care not who writes the laws. Well, if you control the money supply and you allow, you know, you, you take away the nuclear family, you got both parents that are struggling to to keep it going. Next thing you know, as time progresses, become, you know, technology's advancing and then again, next thing you know, you have these devices raising your kids because the parents can't do it. And again, but we don't want to take responsibility away from the parents. So we have to do one of two. We have to do a few things. When we talk about how to fight artificial intelligence, it's not one thing. Believe me, we did everything we could to explain what to do in less than 50,000 words and could not do it. It takes 50,000 words to understand that. I can't explain to you what to do on one show. You know, it takes time. There's so many different factors that, and, and let's talk about this. Okay, what is a literacy? 
illiteracy makes you it makes you ignorant. It means you don't understand what's in front of you. In the past, it was I'm illiterate. I can't read this. Therefore, I can't get information, and I don't know what's going on. Well, let's take it a different way now. What is illiteracy today? What is ignorance today? Ignorance today is what these systems are doing and how we talk about them. We are not literate in this way. Therefore, we cannot have conversations or we even understand what's going on. We've been made ignorant because we're illiterate about what these systems do and who's doing it. Hmm. If, you had a nation, <laughs> if you had a nation full of people who could not read, what would that nation look like? Hmm. Well, if you have a nation full of people who can't understand what's happening to them because they can't read, what would that nation look like? In this situation, we have a nation full of people who are ignorant to the information around them. And what does the country look like? Not good. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Again, we don't they don't see. Um, and like you said, again, on Intel, like where it said uh, you have two groups of people. Mm -hmm. And they both are like, I don't understand how this person can believe that. And, I, and this one's like, I, I don't understand how this person doesn't see this. And it's because, yeah, they do it. Not only do they hit you with the AI, it's like the AI learns you and knows which echo chamber to steer you towards. Yeah, these algorithms, they just push you one way. Yeah. They just, everybody's siloed. We're, uh, what, what used to be called feedback loops, now they're called echo chambers or they're called filter bubbles. And we're stuck in these little silos. And that's why you can live on a street. And one, if you did know all your neighbors, which most people don't, but if you did, you would realize that, hey, everybody on this street has a different belief system. Like, how did that happen? When did mm -hmm. that occur? How could that even? Right. We live in the same town, same socioeconomic uh, strata, the same, uh, go to the same store every day, travel the same streets every day, make about the same amount of money. But I can't figure out how that guy believes something so different than that guy. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea what I believe. We can't even have a conversation without feeling, oh, I better not bring this up or I'm afraid to bring that up. Because if I do, then we could cause an argument or, if, or people go the other way and they just blurt it out there. And then nobody wants to be around it because they're afraid they're going to draw too much attention to them. This is conditioning. OK, we're building a culture of learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is the thing that we were trying to break when we were in Iraq as a psychological operations team sergeant. We were trying to break the people free of learned helplessness so they would take, what would they do? We wanted them to take control of their own lives. We wanted them to take control of their own country. They wouldn't do it because they were too afraid of authority. They learned that by being helpless or feigning to be helpless, they were less of a target. So they did nothing. They said nothing. They stayed quiet. Look in our country now. People say nothing. They do nothing. They say they stay quiet. They don't want to draw attention to themselves because they're afraid of some sort of authority that will become a problem for them or they will be ostracized by their neighbors and family. How many families do you know? I bet your families right now. I bet you have family members right now who have spun off into some other belief system and ostracized you. And these are people that you know and you love and they know you, but for some reason they look at you like you're from another planet now. Yep. How did that happen? I'm telling you how that happened. This is fifth generation warfare and it's primarily they're using psychological operations through AI driven psychological programming with artificial intelligence. So, mm -hmm. so even like I know in like the 5G warfare, but you talk about target audiences 
and and I get it because they 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 tried to separate. They they wanted to divide left and right. I understand this isn't about left versus right. We have a whole different problem on our hand as 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 a world a world problem. But at the same time, in regards since this AI is kind of just pushing everyone off into their own ways or into the what they want to see. I mean, how how does that get broken? Like, how how do we start? Um, how do we, you know, because we think the left is wild. They think we're wild. And it's just like. If I could say yeah, it in less than 50,000 yeah, words, I would. But I'll tell you, this is where it's going to. Like right now in China and, and other places, I think I think Brazil was another one of the places. We listed it inside, inside session two, where AI can take a photograph or a video of you walking down the street read your facial expressions and a police officer will stop you if not arrest you because you're showing a certain emotion that might be dangerous to others. What? That's crazy. That's real. That's that's, that's happening in China. That's happening right now. I know they got cameras everywhere but that that is great. And you got here you got Klaus Schwab out here. Oh, China is the example of what we want to be. No we don't. No, we no, don't. No. no, it's not. They they pay his check. That's that's right. why he says well, that. Yeah, like that's. An, I didn't realize it could read. So they'll arrest you just because you look angry, brother. We have right now AI systems that can literally read your thoughts. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, there are yeah. AI systems where you can look at a photograph or a video, not even say anything about it. The AI system will read through a special MRI what you saw by what you thought and write it out for you as if you were thinking it, as if you wrote it yourself. Mm -mm. That sounds demonic. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. That's... I don't want anybody reading my thoughts. And if they can read your thoughts, now think about this. Well, they've already been reading your thoughts because you've been talking on these systems as, as if nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. Oh, right? I know they're watching. I know they're watching. Uh, okay. You're right. And, You're right. And literally, if you think it's it's limited to your social media, it's not. It's limited to nothing. If you typed it, if you looked at a screen when you thought it, somebody recorded it. Hey, everybody right now, listen. remember that the next time you think about looking at something you shouldn't be. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that ain't gonna stop people <laughs> that's, that's uh, a lot of people don't care I feel they like. don't they don't but you're right you're right and you know even i mean i'm aware this stuff's going on and and right. at times we get so caught up in it you don't realize you're like dang dang i have been looking at this phone for an hour scrolling through tiktok or whatever like I'm like, dang, man. They, it's uh. Well, let me let me show you another game because you said TikTok. Okay, let's talk about TikTok for a let's minute. Do it. The way TikTok works, and this is how they this is how they get to you. The way TikTok works is one, TikTok is looking for a couple things. They're looking for a person that's good looking, usually young and good looking. The second thing they're looking for is does that person have a talent others will watch? Okay, so it could be little Mary playing a gazoo or Bobby doing a little cool dance. It doesn't matter. Okay, they're good looking and people will watch it. The next thing they assess because they have all the data is, is this person susceptible to Marxism or Maoism? Yes. Okay. Well, the next thing that happens is 
This person isn't the next Pavarotti. They're not a genius. They're not incredibly talented. But TikTok pushes an audience towards them, a huge audience towards them. And then they show them how to monetize that audience. Now, what, what do you have there? You got somebody on the take. They're working for TikTok. They're going to protect that platform. If you try and take that platform around away, they're going to tell all their people, go go uh, petition the government, go, go protest, go cause problems because we have a right, so on and so forth, right? Meanwhile, mm -hmm. they don't realize they're being played. They'll never gonna, they're never going to accept that they're not the, the next most talented person on the planet because they believe it now. They believe it. And then what happens is every now and then, they keep show, shoving that that those those little psyaks in front of them. So and then they push out the messaging, and now you've got a trusted source from a trusted source giving a message. Meanwhile, it's influencing the influencers that influence you. That's the game. So you have the CCP who influences influencers that influence all of our kids and all the people watching these cool little videos that people just want to watch. Talk about infiltration and stuff invasion. Uh, I knew. I knew why TikTok would my one getting no views. They think I'm ugly. You said they got if they're good looking, they'll push it out. I'm like, I knew it was something, man. Brother, I knew hey. it was something. So what do they do? They they shadow ban people, they cancel oh, people yeah. that, that have a message that they don't want put out. And mm -hmm. the people that are just that can just keep you that doom scroll, keep you scrolling, watching all this little stuff. And then when an event happens, what happens? They push information to that influencer. And then that influencer goes on and gives their opinion that supports the narrative of our foreign adversary against the United States. Mm. I mean, that's why Biden hired a team of TikTokers, right? And they're making 10 grand a month doing nothing, playing a gazoo, thinking mm -hmm. they're brilliant. You know, the ego's involved. All this is involved. Right. They don't have to listen wow. to their parents. They don't have to listen to their families. They're geniuses. Otherwise, why would they have such an awesome audience? That's the game. You're influencing, right, in, influencing the influencers that influence you, and they mm -hmm. do it with what they do with artificial intelligence, right? They flood the zone, too. It's um, when you're right, when news breaks or there's something like again, I like the new Oliver Anthony song, but I swear when I was scrolling TikTok, it was like I was, I was, I was every time I scrolled up, somebody else was playing his song, and I'm like. Holy cow. Yeah, it's like they zap you and just flood the zone with this, whatever the the, the thing is at the moment. It's like, right. yeah, everybody's got the same stuff, and it's just boom. At the ah. same time, that algorithm is feeding both sides, creating division each and every day. Yeah, and this is something we should talk about. If you watch the right, they're saying, I don't trust the government, we need change, and we might have civil war. If you watch the left... I don't trust the government. We need change. We might have civil war. Well, see, as a psyoper, I know it doesn't matter if I'm dealing with Shia, Kurd, and Sunni. I need them all to accept a new government. Well, the Shia have, a, have certain motivators. The Sunni have certain mo motivators. And the Kurds have certain motivators. I give them each the motivators they need to have so they accomplish one goal. So as we're sitting around here thinking, oh, the other side's really an idiot and I know everything, you don't realize your emotions are getting tweaked for one single purpose, and that is to take away the confidence that you have in the institutions and government that have supported you your whole life. Hmm. Interesting. Everybody's getting played. We got to stop thinking that we are the people that is not are not susceptible to this stuff. We are all susceptible right. to it. And the bottom line is if they can peel you away from your government, 
then they can replace that government. And what would what would their long term? I mean, like, what would their what a would complete, their outcome want to be? A complete new world order, one right. world government. Mm-hmm. Right. I I I understand that. I just like. That can't happen until every government gets collapsed on some level, on some level. It has to change. There has to be a cultural change. You have to get rid of borders. You have to get rid of parental rights. You have all the things we listed in session one. You have to get rid of uh, medical freedom. You have to get, you have to support the uniparty, which is really a globalist system. It's a vanguard party of professional revolutionaries. Mm -hmm. You have to do these things. Well, since this is happening everywhere in the country and the people are being filled with the messaging that says, we got to get rid of this government. And I'm not saying we don't, but we have to be very, very careful when we start saying that about how we're going to get it replaced. Because if everybody hates it and we just destroy it, we create a vacuum. And we know as warfighters what happens when you create a vacuum inside of a country. Chaos. Chaos. And then what happens when you have chaos? People say, I demand this to be fixed. They want their comfort back. And they will be willing to do anything at that time. How did we accept the Patriot Act? We yep. asked for it. We yep. asked for it. Well, they, they got were... us to want to ask for it. Right. Yes. It's manufactured consent. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff that we're talking about, when we talk about, no, we need to fix the government. Yes, we need to fix it. We need to maintain our Bill of Rights. We need to maintain our Constitution. Because as soon as we start getting rid of that, we no longer have a country that is ours. Exactly. And I will say the same thing for the German people. I will say the same thing for the people in Canada, the same thing for the people in Australia, and they're dealing with the same thing. It is not about destroying to create a vacuum that a world power can step into and now control everything. We are all moving dangerously close in the direction of that. This is another reason why one of the solutions or part of the solutions inside session two is we need the states to do certain things. We need to have a coalition of governors, and the governors need to do some very basic stuff. One, they they need to be self-sufficient, food, power, energy, every single state. So we're not susceptible to the things that cause so much chaos that anybody can step in and just replace you. Mm. So in in your your opinion, as a psyoper, like take Congress for an example. I mean, you got the left and the right. They both... I mean, we don't both, we all kind of feel how useless they all are. Do you, in your opinion, do you think that both sides are wanting to appear that way on purpose in order to bring down government? Because like you said, like Congress, it's just, it's, you know, do you, do you think that our government on both sides are involved in trying to bring it all down? I think there are definitely members within the Uniparty that are trying to bring it all down. But the other thing I will say is, what do we really like? Like both of you right here, but me too. I'll, I'll throw myself in the in the in the mix too. Where do we get our information about our news about our government? We get it from the news, or we get it from memes, or we get it from some sassy comment that some congressman made. But that's mm-hmm. really not what's happening with the government. If you right. want to get involved. There's certain, there's certain, like, like, that's why we talk specifically about open source intelligence and how to collect open source intelligence. There's three things when we want to bring back literacy to our country. One, everybody needs to understand a little bit of open source intelligence and how to properly collect it. Not, oh, I did some searches. I mean, properly by the numbers, how to collect and, and, and validate open source intelligence. The other thing is how to collect human intelligence. 
human, basic humans, because if there's something happening in Hawaii, per se, if I use the Internet to find somebody in the exact area that something's happening and find a way to contact them through social media, I can call somebody on the phone. I can get them. Hey, what's happening, bro? I'm getting, seeing a lot of stuff in the news. What's really happened? You can talk directly to them, find out the ground information, the ground truth. Do that with five or six people in that area. You'll probably get better information than you're going to get from a series of memes that people are throwing around that they've sent only because they're emotional. So what do we really know that we know? So how we collect information for ourselves from this point forward changes the fact whether or not we're ignorant and illiterate or we are literate and smart about the situation that's happening around us, whether it's the government, natural disasters or anything else. The other thing we have to understand is, is scheme, okay, which is basically a propaganda assessment. How to assess propaganda, how to assess information as propaganda. It's going to be white, gray or black. And depending on where it falls on that continuum is how much you decide to put your faith in that, that piece of information. So we've got to get people literate in ways they've never been literate before when we're talking about information warfare. They have to be able to conduct open source intelligence at a small level. And there's enough in there that it, you can get by. But hopefully it is enough to entice you to learn more. That's what we really want. We want to entice people to learn more and become very good at it. The other thing is human intelligence. How do you collect human intelligence? What does that look like? There's a, there's a whole chapter on how to do that. And then assessing propaganda. Is it white, gray, or black? And depending on what it is, you want to determine where it came from, how it came in. We're talking about source content, source content, audience, media, and effects. These are the things that make us literate in today's world so we are not victims of the information war. That's good. Y'all didn't good. know you was going to school tonight, did you? I didn't Man. know I was going to school tonight. I that is some good information, uh, Boone. And I hope people go back and rewatch that right that that little segment right there and take some notes. Oh, I clip it for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's um. You know, you're right. Some of us, uh, you know, again, we have to do our own research. That's the that's the key. Is uh, like you said, you can't just do internet searches. Like you got to go and really dig. Like that's one thing I learned early on. Is like you really got to take. It takes a lot of time. Like you can't just read the headlines. And and that's what that's how they get people. I, and I try to explain this to people when I get them to realize that, you know, you got to start opening your mind to the things that are really going on around you. And I said, for instance, I'll, I'll show them a headline. Headline says so-and-so stabbed so-and-so or whatever. And then if you read the story, if you actually open it up, because they're not banking on you reading the story. They're just banking on you reading the headline. So you have to open it up. And if you read it, and by the time you get down to paragraph eight or nine in the article, you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't even... this." It's nothing that, to do with it. That's nothing to do with what the title or the title. They lied in the title because they're not banking on you reading it. And then what does the media do? They take that fake piece of, of, of work and they go in and write other articles and they use that same bad article with the bogus information as their source. And it just it blows up. And you it, 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 do, it does blow up because they're trying to create the emotionality. And what did we teach you in session one? Emotionality shuts down you. It shuts down your brain. You can't critically think if you're emotional, and so they want to shut down your critical thinking so you're emotional. That way, they control your mind. We mm -hmm. want to stop that. We want people to understand what critical thinking really is. And we're not talking about oh yeah, I know what it is. I'm going to think critically. But if you ask people, okay, what's that really look like? What do you do to think critically? Well, I'm going to think things through. No, no, go research. 
spend a little bit of time, go look at the, up at the definition of critical thinking and the process of critical thinking, actually apply it. And the other thing that I'll encourage, I'll, I'll throw everybody one tidbit right now that they can do. When you see something out, of, out there that makes you emotional and it's called, quote unquote, breaking news, stop. Stop right there. Wait 72 hours and see how see if it's still yep. breaking news. Don't yep. do anything. Just watch it. Mm. And the old Bongino rule. The Bongino rule. The He's Bongino smart about that. Rule. We put yep. that in session. We put that in session two. That's one of the things that in chapter nine, there's a whole group of things that, that people can do that, to really flip this whole script like right now. Mm-hmm. And if we can get this community, and I'll even say the veteran community, if we can get because vet, veterans understand OSINT, veterans understand human, veterans understand propaganda. We've been around it. We've been we've been trained on it in some level. Mm-hmm. All right. If we can just increase that knowledge a little bit enough to kind of you know wink, wink, nod, nod, give a little bit of a an elbow poke to the person next to us and go, hey, just slow down a minute. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. We can do so much as a community of veterans just by doing that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 And that's 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 a big thing that we've always tried to do here in regards to uh, just say if we're talking about, let's just say a, one of these fake indictments that they throw at Trump and you see someone panic about it and we say, just take take a deep breath. It, it It's, it's going to be okay. We'll go through the indictment. You look at the indictment and realize it was written by a 12-year-old and there's no validity to anything inside their own script. And like, you know, we sit here and try and show people along those lines. And like we uh, we understand to a point, obviously uh, tonight has just, it's been a learning experience just for me, just Absolutely. listening to you. Um, and you're I'm, you're going to love session two, man. And I really I hope you no read doubt. the... I really hope it's not it's not going to be something you're just going to sit down and blow through in three hours. Right. You're you're gonna you're gonna read it over a few days and then you're gonna go hmm something you're gonna see something and you're gonna go wait 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 let me go back to that section you're gonna look it up and you're gonna apply that to your knowledge so and that's gonna make you smarter and you're gonna be able to articulate it to other people so we're really getting into the nuts and bolts of what's happening and i'll give you guys I only got about seven seven percent power here so i'm going to give you one yeah, no little problem. look look and see we got session one which is the overall okay that's that's about what's happening around the world what is fifth generation warfare who's 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 doing it while they're doing it and what their goals and objectives are session two we start breaking into the centers of gravity the sources of power the things that are getting them the ability to do what they're doing what, what, what tools are they using? In session, that's in session two. In session three, we're going to go deeper into those tools, except we're going to start talking about the corporatocracy. Now, what is a corporatocracy? When you have capitalism that has become corrupt, it is a corporatocracy. A corporatocracy is when corporations start influencing government. We all see it. We all know it happens. Mm-hmm. But what happens when those corporations are influenced by a foreign power that is mimicking a corporation like BlackRock. Mm. Now you have a now you have a corporatocracy in the United States that is foreign influenced, and that is influencing your government. So on some levels, you have you have this influencing government that is coming through the corporatocracy. Also, where did we see all these pronouns and other stuff? It, the government wasn't mandating that. Businesses were, schools mm-hmm. were. Okay. That came from that corporatocracy that is foreign influenced right now. We're going to talk about the foreign influenced corporatocracy 
In session three, it's called asymmetrical political warfare. And we're going to get into all the things that, that control the government that's not you and how we can take control of our government again and just cut those off right at the knees. That's good. Uh, yeah. I still, um, I yeah. still have to go back. Like I go, I got stuff highlighted everywhere in the first session and I still have to, I'll see something like, oh, I need to go back and brush and read that because yeah, you're right. You're going to see something like, I need to go look at that again. It's a, yeah. It's a yeah. guide. It's a manual. It's a guide. It's, 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 it's a guide. And veterans, we love manuals. <laughs> we love manuals. We get okay? used to them, right? We get used <laughs> yeah. to them. And that's yeah. where they are. Every, for everybody watching, these are military-style manuals written for civilians that the average 19-year-old at Home Depot can understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, this is this has been a, a very good awesome, discussion. Yeah. And uh, we again, we thank you for your time um, coming on. Everybody, go get Fifth Generation Warfare the AI. Session, uh, session two. two go get it um you, you won't regret it if you don't have the first one go get that one too they look like this session one and session two yep. you can see what they look like they look the covers look the same except one says 5gw and one says ai mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. awesome awesome um boone you're almost out of power before you head out do you got any final words for everybody uh yeah i think i do um if try every day I want you to do two things. One, go look up the definition of uh, the, these definitions. If you don't, if you haven't gotten any of these guys, you don't understand them. Go look up the definite definition of unrestricted warfare. Go look up the definition of hybrid warfare. Go look up the definition of irregular warfare. And if that looks kind of familiar to what's happening around you right now, then you know you're in a fifth generation warfare environment. So the first thing you can start to do is get yourself smart on all this stuff. And step away. If you can't step away from your phone to, for two to four hours a day during waking hours, well, you know, the first step is admitting it. Mm -hmm. That's right. What, yeah, I, I tell. What do we tell everybody? <laughs> That's where the pride comes in, ladies and gentlemen. The first yeah. step, you have to be able to be honest with yourself and admit you have the problem. That's it. Any addiction you have, alcohol, opiates, yeah. anything. If you can't admit to yourself you have a problem, you're never. It's not going to, that's, that's the first step. If you can't be honest yeah. with yourself, how are you going to be honest with anybody else? In that regard? It's, so, it, it's become such a, such a normal thing that they don't think it's a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. And if people don't, people don't realize how big this whole fifth generation warfare thing is. Let me explain something real quick. And then I'm pretty sure I'll probably be out, but general Flynn, I think I know him better than most people. We've written two yeah. books together. I spend a lot of time with the guy. Most people out there think he is a convicted felon. He was convicted for something. The man was never convicted of anything. The truth nope. of the matter is that he, the case was withdrawn by the DOJ for lack of evidence. But everybody believes something different. Why? Because they've been tricked. They've been deceived. And they had to get rid of that man. Why? Because the people who got rid of him, who wanted to get rid of him, were deathly afraid they were going to be exposed. And now, this is the real the game. Bodies. Who this knows is where the, the bodies real game. Been. That's right. That's right. This is the real game. Protect General Flynn, protect your mind, control your emotions, and get smart on this stuff. Stop being illiterate. Get literate. Be smart. Awesome. Thanks, Boone. Awesome. Highly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. See you soon. All the way, brother. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming out. And uh, Chris, you got anything else? No, God bless y'all. This, uh, this was a wonderful episode. I learned a lot tonight. Thank Absolutely. you so much. God bless you, Boone. Uh, 
everybody you know where we'll be this weekend so we're gonna have some fun and meet a lot of cool people and uh and we'll report back to you on monday all right all right all right have a good night everybody we'll talk to you later